Okay, let's begin with the sheet in front of you before we go back to the Pasuk in Navi. This uh, is a Ramban from this past week's Parsha, which is extremely Nagea to what we were discussing a few weeks back. I wanted to show you the theme. If you remember, we had a long discussion on the culpability of David Melech in his role of Naiv Ir Kainim. And we had difficult, uh, difficult time explaining why he was culpable at all, because it was grama shabba, grama shabba, grama. He was starving, and he had to stop in and get some food. And food was bidiyevet lechem upon him, and uh, truma, and then the sword. And then Daik saw him and reported it, and Naivir Kainim got annihilated. And uh, we tried to explain why David HaMelech on his madrega should have uh, thought of this, bavarned it, and perhaps stopped in a different city, although we had trouble coming up with a plan of where exactly he was supposed to go. This Ramban says the same thing about Avramavinu. Very fascinating. Take a look at the Ramban on the bottom, Pasuk test. Why was Light saved yesterday from Sadaim? Why did he have the schus to, uh, to go out? So... Pasuk says, Obviously due to the schus of Avram Avinu. Shragi, uh, you asked me yesterday, didn't he have his own schus, that he remained quiet while uh, the uh, ruse, I say that in a positive way, because Avram Avinu did it for Sakasna Fashis, was Parana Chaisihi, Imina Chaisiyat, and Lloyd was quiet. Which for him, was a big Nisayan. Some people, uh, you wouldn't think uh, it was a Nisayan at all. What was the alternative? Saying something and getting his uncle killed? Why do you want to do that? But he struggled with it. He only got schar because there was a Havamina by him. He should tell Pyro that she's not really his sister. And what would that do for him? Maybe get him a reward. Maybe uh, he'll look good to the authorities. Who knows? But it was a struggle and he passed it and he didn't say anything. That's uh, one schus. And um, the main schus, though, was the fact that he was related to Avram Avinu, he was his nephew, but the Ramban now clarifies what exactly was that schus. Obviously, it's schus to be related to Avram Avinu, but the Ramban says much deeper than that, and it's uh, strikingly similar to what was going on with David Melech and Nevi Yerkeinim. Ramban says again, Light did a tremendous chesed by going with Abba Mavino. Abba Mavino got a tzivah, lech lecha a very difficult task. Traveling was leaving your hometown, going to a place you don't know. People you don't know, people uh, that are not friendly. The Kananim, uh, we're not happy to see him. He constantly challenged their way of life, debated them. It was not a friendly atmosphere. Afterwards, he opened up a free hotel, a tongue and mustard, and people got friendly. But uh, when he first came, it was not friendly at all. And Lloyd went with him in order to be him, to help support his uncle. He wasn't asked to go. We're going to yet speak about, uh, not for now, probably this coming Shabbos, the... Uh, Kirov aspect, was it uh, good for the Jews or bad for the Jews that Abba Avinu took Lloyd? There are two days in the Medrash when Abba Avinu was correct in taking him. He was a bad Ashba at the end. On the other hand, he was his nephew. It takes him along, he's Makar for more. There are two days in the Medrash, interestingly enough, whether 
that was a correct decision or an incorrect decision. But we'll get to that later. Mitzvah He went to accompany him. Why? Get this? He was in danger. He's in Sadaim. Why is he in Sadaim? Well, we would say he's in Sadaim because he's money hungry, power hungry, and greedy, and all those other vices, and he moved there because that's where the money was. It's all true. Lamaisa, had he been back home in Charan, he wouldn't be living in Sadaim now. So why is he in Yisrael that he had the Eight Sahara to live in Sadaim? Because he went with Avinu to do him a chesed. No? So at some level of culpability, we look at Abmavinu and we say, well, he's in Sadaim, he's in this mess, we got to use your schusim to get him out. Now, that sounds like grama shabbat grama. Well, that's what was going on with David and also. We see by great people, there's not only a direct responsibility to help others, there's a direct responsibility to help others even though you didn't really get him into this mess in the first place. Yes? Yes, yes. He moved to Sadaim because he was greedy and money hungry. Probably a synonym. So we would say that's his problem. Answer is, it wouldn't have been on his radar had he been in Kharan. Kharan was a different part of the world and Sadaim wasn't even in the running. So the fact that he's here now, if he would just move here as own volition, Abhavina moved and we moved five years later. And he stopped in and said, Hi, uncle. And then went to Sadaim. I don't think there'd be any discussion. But he came, the Ramban says, He came to do chesed, to be a helper, to accompany him. He shouldn't have to travel alone. And therefore, the Ramban explains, He'd be home, safe, back in the car. The bottom line of the first column of the Ramban. The bottom line of the can't be, he's going to be harmed because he left with Amavinu, who left with the Tzivoy of Akash Baruch Hu. Very fascinating. We would really be shocked had we not uh, covered this with David Amal, but it's really the same, the same Chiddush. One second, let me finish the last sentence. For Gamzeh, top line, Hayainyin, if you're ever wondering why Amavinu took the risk, halachically it's hard to explain. He went with either Eliezer or 318 men, very small army. He challenged the four greatest armies in civilization and expected to win. We call that a suicide mission. It obviously wasn't, but it was close. And it's hard to explain unless you see this Ramban. Why did Abba think that he has a chiv to put himself in such danger? We have a claw, ain't some chalan ace. He had an ace. He had many nisim and he won. But you don't put yourself in a matzav like that. The answer is, Light was captured because in Saddam. So again, that's his problem. Why is he in Saddam? Answer is, yeah, it's basically his problem, but he's only in Sadaim because he's in Eitz Yisrael and he would have been back in Haran. And therefore, Amavinu felt intuitively that hashkafically slash halachically he has a responsibility to go save him. So he took on four kings who just beat five kings. And Amman says the same idea. He put his life in his hands. Which normally Alpiyalacha is Aser. We had a whole Shir once, so the Machalik is above me, Yashalmi, Samirachmal Islan is uh, drowning, and you have no clue about how to save somebody, you don't even know how to swim. 
what's the din? So that's a, not a great example because probably the Yushami of Mitzvah don't have to go in either. Bavli, for sure, you don't have to take any big risk. And the Yushami says you have to take a risk that's somewhat calculated, maybe even close to 50 50. If uh, you don't do anything, he's not going to survive. So in my case, he doesn't even know how to swim. Uh, wouldn't be, I think even the Yushami would admit. But he knows how to swim. He's not sure he knows how to save people. The Bavli would hold these potter. In essence, that's how we paskin. And the Yushami says, no, ain't something must be divided. You've got to do something. Here, this is more like the guy who doesn't know how to swim and never saved somebody before and scared of water and sand. He's not going to that beach under normal circumstances. So Avram Avinu goes with uh, a tiny army, either one person or 318, and he challenges the uh, greatest uh, army in the world. The answer is, he knew this Ramban, so to speak, and uh, he felt that Light is here, Lamaisa, he came because he wanted to help me, and he's in Israel, he's in trouble, I've got to help him. So again, we call that a grammar of a grammar, but uh, on his Madrega, that's a level of culpability, yes? So, I mean, maybe I'm getting into semantics here, we used a couple words, we used culpability and we used responsibility. It's yeah, culpability might be too strong if you want. Uh, I mean, basically what it comes down to is that Avram, it's, it's not a question of blame. Culpability was used with David Amal, by the way. Responsibility probably fits better to this right. one. He has, he has enough right. He, he, he took the apprise of, you know, there's, there's a decision that has to be made that they can't, it's not going to be good for either of them for them both to be together. But that doesn't take away the responsibility. He mm. has enough rice. For no, that was what Uri was asking. He said, he gave him a choice. He didn't tell him to go to Stoim. He said, pick whatever you want. B'nei Brak, Rechovot, Yushalayim, whatever you want. And he picks the dime. That's his fault. Rabban's saying he wouldn't have been in Eitz Yisrael to make such a choice had he not gone to do the chesed with Avram Avinu. Right, so Avram still has a... a he still is responsible for him even On his madrega. I would call that responsibility, not culpability. <laughs> David Amalek, the Gemara sounds like Hashem said... You have culpability in the Zachesh, but I don't know if Nafkamina would be would Abba Avinu have been punished had he not saved Light? Nope, we'll never know. It could be it's a slightly lower level of Grammar Shabbat, Grammar Shabbat, Grammar, as opposed to two Grammas, but it's the same thing. Well, I, I don't even know if we have to get into Grammar because the thing is, it's, 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 it's not a question of Grammar whose fault it is. At the end of the day, you know, it's like a, a, you know, a parent has a child, the child is making his own choices and messing things up, but the parent is still going to have the apprise of having to fix it, whether it doesn't matter whose fault it is, it's still, that's what apprise is. I don't know. Lit made his own decision to help Abba Avinu um, years ago. He's in Eretz Yisrael, and now he makes bad choices in Eretz Yisrael. It's like saying, you know, uh, I give somebody advice to uh, move to America from, uh, from uh, France, and he comes to America, and uh, five years later he gets into trouble with something or other, completely to his own fault. I, didn't, I wasn't involved in the case. I made decisions. Now we look back 5, 10, 20, 30 years ago, I helped him move here for good reasons at the time. So I have a shaykhist to helping him out. Well, yeah, it's more than that. Because my case, he just moved him here. Here, Light went to help him. Okay, so say the case. I, I moved to America from France and he came to help me. Very nice helmet. That was 20 years ago. And uh, now he made silly, bad decisions that I, uh, I wasn't there. But I can imagine when <coughs> Uri, you said, he gave him a choice, left, right, whatever you want. And then uh, he probably asked him, but I'd like to, what'd you end up deciding? He said, ah, moving to Saddam. What do you think Avram Avinu said? I don't know. Did they have the conversation? The Apostle doesn't report it. I would assume he would have said, any city but. And he said, Abed Amar. Any city but those five. <laughs> How about Ben Brock? I, I assume, uh, 
he probably got the message across that that was a bad choice. Light couldn't care less. You, right? Moving in the first place to Zegzela, isn't it obvious that he's going to go to, this is the, the most fertile place, it's beautiful. There. Yeah, but the Gzela, if you remember, Rashi had a lumdus. It didn't stop, uh, Light wasn't a petty thief. His Rashi says, even his Avadim said, what Gazela? Avmavinu was promised this land, and he's the Yerish. What's the problem? Two problems. He wasn't the Yerish, and the land wasn't his yet. Two small details. But they had a lumdus. Every god has a lumdus, I guess. So he's going to move to Light. I'll tell you what, he's going to move to Sadaim. I'll tell you what his lumdus is. Sadaim is in bad shape. I'm going to be Makar of them. Teach him a little chesed, which he sort of almost did. But you can't move to Sadaim and do Kiruv. It's not, not alone. Yeah. Uh, Avmavinu was operating with his chevra, Enor Eshkel and Mamre, tzaddikim. He was running a hotel, people came to Kirov, he told them to bench, they didn't want to bench, he told them, I'll give you a bill, then they benched. Whatever, but there was something going on. Sadaim, it was deep in negative territory. So you're saying Light was financially insecure? Sadaim was worse. Yeah, kind of. I was just to tell you the light was wrong and they just were conquering and it wasn't Avramavinu's yet. Kananim were still of the Avadazara somewhat, but there were those who were converting, so to speak. And Sadaim apparently was worse because they got uprooted and the rest of Kanan was left intact. Yes, a lot better than Sadaim. If you ask me the choice where your next building project is, I would send you to Gaza instead of Sadaim. Yeah. If I, you know, life is full of hard choices, but yeah, that would. Uh, yeah, no, but no one's blaming. Abba still lives in Eretz Canaan. That's fine. The is, why did Light go anywhere near there? And the answer is greed. And he thought he was going to make a ration on them. Famous last words. You should know, just for the record, even Abba Vinu, the father of all Kirov, didn't go near Sadaim. He probably tried to debate them, but he didn't make a ration. And uh, he died for them, but he didn't go near there. We're going to speak about this next week. This is the uh, the always the uh, difficult Dean of Farshus and Kirov. Like, who can you help? Who can't you help? At what? The what? Where was Shem and Aver? That's an old Shaila. If Aver was, uh, was still around, uh, they were doing uh, teaching of the Zion Mitzvahs, and whoever wanted to come to Yeshiva was welcome. They had some prized Talmidim, Avram, Yitzchak, Yankov. We don't know too many others, but uh, small Yeshiva, but a lot of quality. They, didn't uh, they, they felt that we got to have some key and some welcome coach. Anyway, I just want to point out this is very similar to David Amelach. We'll get back to the Chumash aspect, I'm sure, next week. Yes? Maybe, maybe the sense of a crisis is even made stronger by the fact that Avram had all of his possessions, which led him to, to develop that, 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 uh, that feeling of greed because of Avram's decision. Yes, that's reminiscent. It's going to do well when we get back to the Pelayeh. It's with Mimalam Mitzchus. That's reminiscent to Moshe Rabbeinu's defense. Of Tzai Yisrael says, "Yeah, they made an eagle. It was pretty bad, but you gave them all this gold and silver. That was used as a defense. So uh, that's a raya to what you're saying. That he felt that they went to Mitzrayim and they came out very wealthy. And that's you have no Yitzhar and move to Sodom. If you have no assets, they wouldn't let you in. They only let wealthy people in. So now that he had the assets, he was a he was a macher, and that didn't uh, bode well for him. Okay, let's go back to Yoyosh Paragid Bays." We're going to try to cover Psukim this week and next week and then get 
go back and get to the uh, psychological underpinnings of what went wrong over here, which are going to be, when we understand what happened, the whole thing is going to be very traumatic. When we understand what happened, it's going to be making a tremendous ration, which is the reason why this is written down in Novi. Uh, the uh, good news again, uh, Yoyosh was saved, he was declared as king, remained king for 40 years, and the Pasuk says, in Gimel, Vayaz, Yoyosh, Yosha Ben Hashem, Kal Yama, Vashaharo, Yoyoda, Kayin, he remained from, with a very positive agenda, as long as Yehoyada HaKayin, the Kayin Gadol, his savior, his Machanach, his Rebbe, was alive. Which apparently, not only did he not get rid of, but nobody else got rid of either, even Yehoyada HaKayin. We explained a few times that people had this attachment to this Mizbeach in the backyard. It was Geshmach, you can go on days, not necessarily uh, Thanksgiving and July 4th, and make a barbecue in your backyard and do it the uh, L'shem Shamayim and bring a korban and uh, you'd have to go to the base of you lived in Rosh uh, Nekra um, and Haifa and it was a long trip and you, um, you were able to do that and get tremendous schar. Of course, if they did it now, it's Mitzideh Shamayim Kol Shchut and it's been a long time since they were able to do it but not that long in terms of the sands of time. The base of is now standing about 125 years before the base of standing, they were able to do this Certain kufis, between uh, the Mishkan and uh, different different halachas, and um, now it's all certain. They remember their great great grandfather told them how Gashmaka was to bring Karbanas. So they had this Yetzahara, Yetzatoiv, they thought it was Yetzatoiv, Yetzahara, to do this Avera. Out of all the Averas in Navi, uh, this is the one, the Yetzahara for Avarazar was there big times so that we know the background. Here, this Yetzahara was also Mizadeh Shemayim. But they thought they were doing the mitzvahs. I don't understand. My great-grandfather did this. He always used to tell us how wonderful it was. He used to make brachas and sing zmiris and it was kabbaldic. He couldn't get rid of it and yeah, the other couldn't get rid of it and others couldn't get rid of it. It was a problem. That's not his biggest issue. It's a big issue, but that wasn't his problem per se. Pasuk hey. He embarks on a wonderful project of refurbishing the Beis HaMittish. Beis HaMittish, again, had been around over a century. Before I should point out, it should not have been in serious disrepair. Shlomo Amel built it with the best material known to mankind. He spared no expense. So it should not be falling apart. The reason it's falling apart is because Asalia, uh, whether I should say Yemach Shemov, Zichro, Zmachlekes, Lechaznish, and others, when they commented on Ben-Gurion. Uh, I told you that Maisa once, somebody once said Ben-Gurion Yemach Shemoy, and Chaznish took great issue with him. Chaznish wasn't one from the great Chavivei Zionists. Um, but he said he's a yid, and uh, if he would die without children, and his uh, brother would have to do yibum, we would say Yakam Hashem Ochev. That means Hashem wants Hakam Hashem, and you're saying Yamach Shemay. That's coming from the Chazanish, and there were other Gedolim who said Yamach Shemay because he was destroying Klai Yisrael. And I'm not saying him per se as opposed to anybody else, but uh, that's an old Shaila. So we'll leave out the Yamach Shemay over here because the Mefarshim don't use it, even though she was a Rishant of the highest order. But part of her. Uh, her agenda, besides bringing overt Avodah into the land, which she, she succeeded in, unfortunately, until Yoyada cleaned things up, she also had total disregard for the Avodah. She would have destroyed the Beit She couldn't get away with that. She wouldn't be queen for very long. She knew it. But whatever she had the opportunity, she needed some money, she would take uh, some of the gold uh, trimmings off, and she would you know, just go with a chisel, send some people in and take things off. So under her regime, uh, the Beit wasn't disrepaired, not because it wasn't built well, but because uh, no one was taking care of it. Now Baruch Hashem, Yoyada is in control, and Yoyosh is the king, and Yoyosh, L'shem Shemayim, with Yoyada's full um, haskama, more than haskama, he's going to actually physically help, they're going to fix things up and make things uh, beautiful. 
trying to avoid saying make things great again, as you have noticed. I almost said it. And, uh, so they're going to make it beautiful, and it's going to be Gavaldic. And uh, in Pasuk Hay, he's going to start, Any types of kachim, any types of donation that people bring, not the actual karbonus, they usually came and they brought it to the kain they knew, and they gave it to him, and then he was responsible to get it where it's supposed to be. There are three types of kachim over here. Look in Rashi, in Hay. There are two types of donations. That's already a problem. What are the used for? One thing and one thing only. Karbonus. Not Stam Karbonus. The Tumin. So already something's wrong. The king is telling them that when they bring you the Shkolem, take it and use it for Bedek Abayas. That doesn't sound right, and we'll explain in a moment. The Ish, the second type of coin that's going to come in among many. Ish, she is not the Erchen Erchen is a whole Parshan Chumish. Everybody has a price based on his age and gender. And he says, Erchi, Eli, Arm, Erchi, Eli. And then he brings the equivalent to the base of Mikdash. So he's going to bring it to you. Kol Kesav Shayale. Next one, next Rashi. So why do I give a donation? So he brings a thousand dollars. And he brings it to the Kayin. Very fascinating. It's clear at this point they had no um, pushka. I know, but he's going to build the world's first pushka soon. And they had no apparatus. The Gizbar, I guess if you met the Gizbar, you'd give him money. But he used to bring it to the Kayin that they know. Everybody knew a Kayin. Lots of love. Getting good with the Kayin, your, your friendly neighborhood Kayin. Uh, you bring a carbon, you feel more comfortable, you bring it to him. And um, if you're bringing a carbon Chattis, you might have to bring it to the Kayin you don't know because you got to say Vidu, it's embarrassing. Whatever. But there, bring it to the Kayin, put it in his hand. And Yaya said, take the money and use. Now, um, be careful about this. Uh, it doesn't say anywhere use some of it for the Bedeka bias because it all goes to Kachim. But they felt it was an incentive if the Kayin himself would be personally involved they would have the incentive to, it's a, a mark of pride, look how much money you're giving. That's not your money, but you have friends in high places, they gave you a lot of money. So you want the kind of personally to be involved. What we're going to see soon is that it didn't work and the money was not getting there for some reason. He was chayshu, they were pocketing it, which is not the case. Uh, they were just waiting until it adds up until they can start the project. They want to start the project with X amount of money and then run out of money, you can't pay the workers. But that system's not going to last very long. Yes? So we're going to see, yes, if, they, if there's leftover, the question is, why would there be leftover? We're going to address that. Yes, there is a way to move, but Stam Shkolem, it sounds like I'll be just saying, all the Shkolem that comes in, Stam Shkolem goes to the uh, Tamidim, and you brought uh, two Tamidim a day. But yes, there, there is room for that, and we're going to get to it. So again, Rashi says three types of uh, plain pedigal bias, and Erkei and the Shkolem, and what should you do with it? Go back to the Pasuk for a moment. Pasuk Vav, Yichu Lahem, Hakainim Ishmeis Makaroi, Take it from your friend, and use it to fix all the cracks. Badek's are cracks. You have to do bedik and a crack to see how to fix it. That's the word comes from. See what's needed and make sure you get it done. Take a look at the Radak. You have a Radak? It's um, halfway into Pasuk Hay. 
I don't know, I hope you'll find this. Um, in my edition, I don't know if you're saying because those first lines, Mekatsha Dashem. Middle lines, Vim Timer. It's about halfway through. Run your hand till you find the Vim Timer. Wait a moment, do you have it? Yes, it's Kasha by the Tamidim. Anybody have it or not have it? Keep reading quickly till you come to Vim Timer. You got it? Okay. Okay. Vim Timer. Kivin Shanas Nashkalna Bed the Gabayas, Mayalama Tamidim by Sashanas. He has the opposite. He said, even if you have a head to give the Shkalm somewhere else, you first have to pay for the Tamidim. How in the world are they paying for the Tamidim that year? Shulechan and some Choshami Truma Sashkalm. Venire, Kinis Rashlum, Ilahavi, Isa Truma, Isa Nashanam, Shamalcha, Asayo. Not surprising. Asayo was. Uh, Damaging the base. I mean, there certainly wasn't very forceful in making sure the shkolem and the other endeavors were collected to keep it up. And people, by and large, were not giving. And any money they had, they were giving as the endeavors to the base of Baal. Unfortunately, not to the base of Mikdash. And this is very hard to uh, imagine, but it happened uh, during her tenure. They weren't even bringing the Tamid every day, they didn't have enough money. That's scary. He's during Baishani, there's stories that the, the Romans were giving them carbonates for a long time. To, they lowered it down and they brought it up until they put a, uh, a davracher in. But uh, they kept it going. Here during Asaya's time, they didn't have a tummit every day. The other was alive and he couldn't do that much about it. The Pasuk makes the point that during Yoyada's time, when he regained power, they were back to bring the tummit every day. The Diyaki is near it, he couldn't look they missed a few days or weeks here and there. He told them now to bring the Shkalim, not only for this year, but they were in arrears. That you're missing a few years in between. Bring back what you didn't bring beforehand. No, you can only bring two to meet them a day. So there were good people who bought four years worth. So what did they do with that? The answer is now, David, for your thing, they had extra. Now you can use it for better goodbyes once the Tamidim are paid for. And now they had enough. That's the Radak's uh, logistical answer. And Apiyalacha, certainly, it's mutter once you pay for the Tamidim. Okay, wonderful system in place. It didn't work. Go back to Pasuk Zayim. Vayhi, Bishnas, Esim, Vishalosh, Shana, Lamelech, Yehoyesh, Lachizgu, Akainim, Zbedegabayis. He calls the committee and... Um, Checks it out, and nothing's going. He calls them in and he gives them Musa. I want you to take note of this. There's something already very strange going on. If he'd called in the uh, artisans, the Gizbar, Stam, uh, 50 Kayan Hejits. Okay, he called in Yehoyada Hakayan, his Rebbe, his Savior, the Maschash Roman and he gave him the same uh, tongue lashing that he gave everybody else. Which already is strange. And we're going to come back to that. This is already a remez that uh, even in his lifetime, something is going south. He was right on the issue, by the way. He wanted to know. He demanded action. He wanted to know what's holding the works up. Why isn't this going? Why isn't it finished? He says, new system now. He, uh, the redact says he thought maybe they were pocketing some of the money, which wasn't necessarily the case. They were just waiting until it added up so they could start with a bank. Forget the first idea. It's now going straight to the Bedegabayas. Well, I'm fascinated we never had this system in the first place. Apparently it wasn't necessary. 
And um, the Kayim are actually happy to hear that they're changing the system. They were happy. They didn't want to, they wanted the suspicion. They didn't want the Achorais. Now they don't have to be responsible. They're going to help out, but uh, the money's not going to them. And now it's going to go straight. And straight either means people are going to come in and put it in this pushka we're going to describe now, or give it to the Kayim, and the Kayim goes straight into the pushka, as opposed to putting it in their pocket and saving it up until they're ready to start the program. It's exactly what he does, yes. How do we know that he spoke sharply? Maybe just he was asking. You know, he was asking, um, just trying to figure out what's going to on. To talk like that, even the words, Madua, Eincha, Machaskin, No way to translate those words. Madua, Eincha, why aren't you doing this? Who said they weren't doing it? The answer is that they were doing it. Their answer was that they were, had the money and safe and sound, and they're saving up. To tell you, Yoda, Kain, he's 120 something years old now. The Gadol Adar, I, I didn't yet give, give the whole profile, but yeah, you're going to see, I'm just dropping hints. But uh, he's, um, he's his Rebbe. Um, I would find that strange, calling your Rebbe and say, why isn't this done yet? No? I don't know, I don't know how loud he said it, but uh, you have another way of touching the words. Uh, I don't think there's any other way to do it. He's, uh, now, he wanted action, I, I get it. He demanded us to call everybody else in, but it said, see, clearly called the Ayodah in. Also, yeah. True, true, uh, very good. But Lamaisa, I, I ask you, can you call in? You ask your rebbe to help you out with this project, and it's not going as fast as you'd like it to go. Would you call in your rebbe and ask him why isn't this getting done? That's worse. <laughs> it's not bad. If he decided already switching the system. So quietly switch the system. Call in your yard and say, yeah, Rebbe, I, I, it's not going quick enough. I have, a, I have an idea. What do you think? He didn't say that. Call the minister. Why isn't this moving? And he says, forget it. Don't take the money from them anymore. Just put it straight in the pushka. That's not a way to talk to you, right? You want to talk to the kind of like that? You're the king, okay? No? You, you don't, uh, you look like you're still thinking. Why? Either way, it's no good. Cer- certainly, if it's rhetorical, I think it's worse. No? Or he doesn't say he asked him, he says he told him. Yeah, it doesn't, uh, I, again, uh, there's, I don't think there's another way to touch this. So, so I, I have an, uh, it fits into what we're going to explain as we um, get back to the whole overview of what's going on, but uh, I just want you to think about it in the meanwhile, yeah. No, David did not Vera. If I can't, that was nice. Instead of saying, screaming and yelling, what you did to Chil Hashem, he said, I have a marshal. It's a guy with a sheep. Yeah, he, he was... What? It wasn't it wasn't the Avera that he was accused of. It wasn't the Shazish, but she had a get, or a suffolk get. And it wasn't Masih, but it was a Chil Hashem. No matter how you slice it, David HaMelech regretted it, and he said, Chathasi, and it was Avera, and Chathasi fit. If anything, Nasan Al-Tzkavad HaMalchus wanted to say, with a marshal, he'll figure it out, he committed himself. Over here, they didn't do anything wrong. It wasn't moving? Okay, he was chayshed, the pack of the money. He certainly wasn't chayshed, yo, yo, the pack of the money. So was he including them to so call them separately? What is he bringing them in? Like, he, he's in charge. He's the kind of gadol. So why call him in? And he's saying this in front of the kind of hedget? I'm should be zayim. He's standing there with him. Right? But in his capacity as melech, he's got to sometimes speak sharply to anyone. Good, so have a private meeting, either with your yoda. Or call the Kayanim in, then it'll filter back that the Kayanim are going to tell the Kayan Gadol, the Melech is not happy with the way this is moving. But this is the last thing you do. Call him in and rank him out in front of the other Kayanim. Like, who's he, uh, 
The man is his father, the Gadol Adar, he's triple anybody's age. Like, this is not a way to talk. Yes, but the Kayan Hedjin, I don't even think he was Chayshid Yayada, bakening it. But that's, 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 that makes it worse. If, you're, if, if, if there's a veiled accusation over here, so then leave Yayada out of it. It's a, it's a, it's a Pella, and it has to, be, has to be addressed. We're not going to get to it, but just uh, I'm going to drop a few of these. You have to hold it, hold it in. He has a new system now, and the new system is going to be, we'll read one more passage. They invented the first Pushka. Pushka has a mila. You have a small hole at the top, so nobody put the hand in, and then the bottom, if you get it out uh, at the time, you have a key or whatever, and you uh, you get it out. They put it right where you come in. See, the person puts it directly. They give it to the kain. The kain drops it in right away. Doesn't put it in his pocket, and you're uh, you're good to go. I also want to point out in pasuk yud. It says It sounds like yada himself took the wood and drilled the hole. Also, put this away in your head. It's absolute pella. If he, the Melech asked Yoyada to do this, it didn't mean you have to do it. It means get somebody to do it. He's the head of the committee. Sounds like he's drilling the hole, which shows you the unbelievable anivas of Yoyada and the fact that after this ranking out, he didn't say a word, didn't say, well, you want somebody else to do it, get somebody else, and I'm, not, uh, I'm, I'm out of here. He was Makabalit, shows his incredible godless. He's Makabalit, and he starts doing it himself with his own hands. Which is off the charts in terms of how he's allowed to do that. Uh, Melchel and his cover to that extent that he's going like this and he's standing there with the hammer and the chisel. Like in- yeah, so it sounds like uh, you know the Pusik's telling us this to give us an insight into the other, which we'll discuss next week. Let's go to the Peliyayats. Speaking of being Malamit's chus on people who did or didn't take money. We left off in the middle of the entry on uh, not being makatrig on Klai Yisrael or on individuals. Page Kuv Zion in the second Sefer. The third paragraph down. We were uh, a minute past minute time yesterday, so we left off in the middle of the sentence. He was saying, if you're ever sitting with people and they start schmoozing, and often uh, schmoozing, if you're not talking and learning, uh, it's not a question often, unfortunately, of if, it's a question of when it's going to fall into Lashon Hara, Rechilus, Kitrug, Leitzanus, or anything else. There's not, uh, there's only so far you could take the weather, even if it's snowing, snowing in November. It doesn't get that much mileage. So Pellier suggests that if you're sitting among Amaratsim, which is a mistake in the first place, uh, if you keep this, if you keep this company, this is going to happen. But if you happen to be there and they start being malamed chayva uh, on somebody, which is also lashon hara or shemra, you should find a way quickly to spin it around and give a good light on what the person did to defend them, both on lashon hara and on taking away the kitchen. And the examples he gave are very important because we discuss this around yam naran, but it's like yeah, all year round. And the more somebody's malam is the more he has a chance of uh, getting a better din in Shemayim if they're malam is on him. Ah, there's also things like Limas and a Kash Baruch Hu's eyes because a Kash Baruch Hu knows the real story. The answer is, doesn't make a difference. That's the way Hashem built the Teva. If you are malam is you look at people that way, that's the way in Shemayim they're going to don you. You've got more of a chance to get more Midas HaRachman. That's the way it works, even though there's no Suffolk, Klape Kash Baruch So many people have asked me over time, how do you... Take somebody you see in a blatant aver in front of you. It's not like it's hearsay, it's fourth hand, you're not sure what happens. Then the Chavaz Chaim says, just don't believe it. 
Here you saw it. You saw it. You heard of Manish and You know what happened. How in the world do you malabas chlis? You know what happened. It's a blatant avera. It's also. The answer is what he was mentioning yesterday, and that is you can't touch up the Misa that the Misa was correct. If you can't, sometimes you can. That's not what it looks like. He went into a Burger King. Maybe he's getting a coffee. Maybe he's asking me directions. Doesn't have a GPS. You ran out of excuses. You can't touch it in a positive way. What you can do is say, you know, Nebuch, the guy maybe never had a good education. He's under pressure. He had bad friends. He had uh, dysfunction when he grew up. There's so many other things that he says. The Gullus is long, and Aeneas is not good for Klyistral to this uh, degree because it's too much pressure, and we're among the Goyim, and there's a bad hashba. There's always things in the Arum and Arum that you could find as an excuse, and it's all true. doesn't mean you should do it next time, but at least you're taking away the Kitrug and putting some positive spin on it. So let's go to the first word on the line. Lalamid, about halfway through the third paragraph. Lamalam schus afila betaina sheena bruin lo, even though the tainas are not so posh, it doesn't really, really give them an excuse. Rama yama mayasa bevela yachta, everybody makes mistakes. Anias lo nichamida taiva, due to his panasa situation. Or golus lo nichamida taiva, viasavra bagayim, it's nashba from the gayim, viyamadum asayim, viyatsaleva adam ra. That's a great excuse, it's a pussing of chumish. Gates of Leib, Adam, Ram, and Up. Quote a Pazi Chumash, what? Is that an excuse or is it uh, categorical uh, <laughs> as well? <laughs> that's on human beings. Okay. Look, the Pazi says it. Quoting a Pazi says it. Even Hashem said yeah, he gave us a big Gates of Hara. It's difficult. As I mentioned before, Moshe Rabbeinu, I'm amazed that he even said this. Almost sounds like, after Chet Ego, his only excuse, you can't, the Maisa was the Maisa. You can't explain that away. Moshe Rabbeinu just left, they made, they made an Ego. So the best Moshe Rabbeinu come up with is that uh, they had a lot of gold and maybe they had too much gold and a lot of money. Too much money can really not be good for you. And Hashem, you gave him all this gold. Elio uh, Nabi with the opposite issue. He was Malamed Chayva because he was so upset and he was right on the issue but believed of his duties because he couldn't, uh, he couldn't do it anymore and Elisha took over. Yeah, he said by Har Carmel, yeah, then he was trying, that was his last attempt. After that, he, um, yeah, if we were there, we'd had Yish a long time beforehand, but after that, you can't blame him. The whole country said uh, Hashem Olakim was on his side for at least uh, 21 hours, and then Izevel made a threat that she could deliver on, and he knew it. That means the people were on her side 21 hours later. That's when he stopped being Malam Eschus. But yeah, beforehand uh, he was, and uh, it's an interesting thing. That's, we, we would, I'm not saying this, we would say that's Kafli Tov. Hashem gave them, why did Hashem give them so many gold and silver? Because as a startup nation, you leave Mitzrayim, you need a billion dollars to start playing. So no, you gotta, can't start, have a startup nation without money. And then Moshe Abbanah says, you gave him too much money? That's why I made a Chedego. Moshe Abbanah said it, not me, and he didn't get punished for it. So that's how far you have to go in Lima Tzchus. As, as he's saying, even though the time is not so burr, that's how far you have to go. Because Hashem just wants to hear Lima Tzchus. You give somebody Musa, you give him Musa privately. But Hashem wants to hear the Lima Tzchus. Ve'manusin, l'cholam b'shkogo, we say that coming into Yom Kippur, first thing we announce. Hashem, you have to forgive us, cholam b'shkogo. First thing we say. Why are we having b'shkogo? Some people learn yeshivas, they know they did. Yeah, a lot of pressure out there. After davening, don't go do anything you wouldn't be doing otherwise. Uh, it's not lamaisa; <laughs> it's usher. But once it's done already, to spin it around klape shamaya—that's uh, that's an inyim. 
They don't know what's usher. They know what's usher. They don't know how severe it is. Kazaisa, kazaisa. By the way, that's the best one. Ultimately, any of anybody does, if he knew how severe it was, he wouldn't do it. So our job is to try to convey that. And he didn't know. And it's a special uh, protection for people who are in Shemayim, they're going to treat him like this. It's a famous medrash. And said, uh, your people have to be destroyed, your children, they're doing Averis, Avodazara, got to destroy them. And the Kosh Kaviyachu can't Yitzchavinu, so he should be Malamed Tzchus. Hashem knows every taina in the book. But there is the kayach and the bria of somebody being malamit schus, and the greater that person is, the greater schus it is. So, Kosh Baruch Hu Bekavana came to Yitzchak Avinu. Ba'amor kamesh naisah shaladam, and the Medjish doesn't quote the whole Medjish, the Medjish talks about Yitzchak Avinu's mathematical cheshman. He says, well, how many years are they really responsible in their lifetime? So up to 13, then no chiv at all. Up to 20, no chiv, he's the shemayim. And he cuts away, cuts away, and then he's sleeping, then he's eating, and then he's... It came out that uh, for these amount of years, you're going to punish them. Now, that's an interesting Like, uh, we have days when we're awake and we're not eating, and we're supposed to be learning, and we're not. Then we're supposed to, I don't know, made the but, uh, So, how did Yisrael Avinu get away with that? The answer is, uh, he knew, Kosh knew, but there's an Indian to say, Lamaisa, um, you can't punish them for the entire amount of time because uh, this amount of time in Achayev, the head in Achayev. This under 20 idea, by the way, is I've I have many conversations with many teenagers about many different things. It's overused and misunderstood. I've had teenagers come to me and said, you know, they were told before the Bar Mitzvah, this is real time, got to get your act together, Baruch Shabbat you're on your own, and then they heard, you know what, they were in Achai to the 20. That's not exactly the case. In case your teenager runs that by you, uh, <laughs> there's the Chayv. Uh, what what the level bimalabes uh, chos? There's certain things uh, Hashem knows they're not mature enough, and maybe the uh, the din. We hope the din is less severe. There, there, there is there is such a chazal, but you have to know what it means. It's not to be used to do averus. It's used to be, after it's done. Rachman Loslan to be malabes chos. Daik v'havein v'tira chasad of yisbarach. You see the chesed of Hashem that He built the bria with this limas chos. You could make a positive roshim ki chafetz chesed hu makabo kol min taina malamitz chos. Whatever the taina is, just say it and try. There's only an upside and there's no downside in that positive note. We're going to continue next week.